This podcast is not for the easily offended. What you're about to hear may include scenes with adult language and or situations. Let's hope it does. We had a run in a casino as part of our podcast, and we talked a little bit about security and whatnot, and I thought it'd be an interesting conversation to have about how casinos might work or not work in the Six world. Understanding that Rule 1 Shadowrunners exist is a thing, so I thought we'd just uh, kind of take a, a while to talk about the problems with casinos and how they might, how they might solve them. Micah 100% refused to go onto the boat for a lot of pretty good reasons, and everyone else went on there, but kind of got me thinking, you know, she's probably onto something. So I thought we'd uh, kick it off with some of the, the new ways to cheat in a casino in the sixth world. New ways to attempt to cheat in casinos in the sixth world. If they don't block you, it's probably going to be a successful cheat. I would think the most analog of ways would be the most successful ways. Yeah, so that's my same thought, mm-hmm. is that they would have to go back to analog, to mechanical, one-armed bandits and stuff. Cards and physical cards, not AR cards. So you're coming at it immediately from the perspective of a, a technomancer or a hacker could take out the slot machines because they're all computer-based. Well... Keep in mind that Technomancers are still, like, the scary new thing. So while Rule 1 Shadowrunners exist might be a thing, even Technomancers are still new. So, for example, JB could still, even a mechanical one, could still make it come up, um, you know, whatever he fucking wanted. And there's no way around that, and I think that part of is what makes Technomancers even more of a problem. Problem or successful at pulling off some of the biggest casino heists uh, that aren't actually crimes. Go on. Well, just like Kat was saying, like the fact that a techno is a relatively, like the abilities that they have are relatively new to the lore and the background of Shadowrun and the fact that it would probably take some time for all of these different places to convert back to analog games. And even then, could a technomancer still mess with, like like she said, the, the one-armed bandits and stuff like that? Well, but they've had otaku and deckers that have wireless access from cyberdecks that are implanted in their heads, so you can't necessarily yeah. tell that they have them sure. for, for a long time. So like, I, don't, I don't know necessarily that technomancers being the new scary thing would no. have prompted that. It might have already happened. No. Like, because the deckers would mean would mean that you'd have to go to mechanical, but then. Um, but deckers also could mean that they they just have scanners, right? like the mad scanner. How do you tell if someone's a technoman? You ascend them, which is why casinos would have teams of mages. Sure. Not only that, but they could scan your mind to see if you even had the idea or intention of cheating when you walk in. Talk about going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Here we go. Thought That's crime. what I'm saying. You can't do it. Look at casinos now. Look at the security casinos. I like how we now. just made thought crime a thing again. And that's it. If you walk in with the intent of cheating, 
turn around and leave. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put you in jail for it, but you don't get to come here. Minority That's report. It. Yeah. <laughs> so what if you convince yourself that you're just going in for a drink and you just happen to throw down some chips on, on a table mm-hmm. and you see an opportunity, like you didn't have the intent, Yeah. Mm-hmm. but now you're cheating in whatever way. That would probably be real similar to like the security that already watches for card counting. Mm-hmm. They're not going to watch you specifically until you have a big pile of money in front yeah, of until you. Until you start winning. Yeah. Till so it looks I have no idea what the fuck card counting is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that we should probably talk about that then. Yeah, I, I don't. I never. Because this is like one of the some of the Decker qualities for the math and the the perfect memory and that kind of stuff would also help for card counting. So basically mm-hmm. card counting is you just in your mind keep track. It's it's relatively easy to do with a single deck. Every time there's a face card, you move the score one way and every time it's played you can move it the other way. And basically you just keep a running tally of what's the most likely thing that's going to happen next. Yep, it's knowing the number of cards in each deck and keeping track of them is the most basic way to explain so it. So how can you possibly prevent that? And how can you make that illegal? You can't, but it is illegal. You can't prevent it, but if you are suspected of it, nowadays you're kicked out. You're out. Yep. You're blacklisted. I, I, I mean, like, how can how can you make that illegal? Because you're taking away the advantage from the poor casino that's just trying to get by. I don't... I'm... <laughs> they, they can't tell that you're necessarily <laughs> doing it, but they can, can tell by your play style that you're doing it. Yeah. If the the deck is in a a count that is not good for you, you bet low. And then as the play continues and the deck becomes in a situation where the count is advantageous for you and you start to really, you know, pile on the chips, like they can tell that you're you're not just playing the hand you're dealt, you're keeping track of other things. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, cool. But how can that how can you make they that They consider it a form of cheating. It's giving yourself an advantage that somebody else at the table who doesn't know how to card count doesn't have. It's creating an unlevel playing field, so to speak. As opposed to the unlevel playing field that's that's natural. You're taking away (laughs) the house's advantage. That's the problem. That's like saying everyone who goes to the Olympics can only exercise a certain number of hours. But no, it's card counting is considered a form of cheating and you're not allowed to do it. So yeah, in the future, if you were able to do that, but that's the thing. I mean, how many decks would be in a, would be in a shoe for 21 in the future compared to how many decks are in a shoe now? So for those of you that don't know what she's talking about, one of the ways they counter card counting (laughs) is they add extra decks. So you're not just playing with a single 52 card deck. You're playing with eight or ten or however many mm-hmm. in the, the little thing, little box shoe. thing. It's called it's called a shoe. I understand it's called a shoe. I'm trying to describe to people who don't know what oh, a okay. shoe is other than something that goes on your okay. foot. <laughs> right. Okay. It's, it's a rack that holds the cards yeah. that the dealer <laughs> pulls the cards from. He hits from. a button gotcha. and he, it does a shuffly thing and then it spits the, the cards out for the dealer. So the dealer doesn't even touch them because they don't want anybody to accuse the dealer of doing it. The other thing they do is they rotate decks. Yeah, they rotate them out. I'm just saying, it seems morally wrong to me to be able to make that illegal. More morally wrong than casinos, like, already are. Well, it's not illegal. It's just against the rules, and they'll kick you out. Yeah. 
still that feels like it's breaking it's like touching on discrimination laws but that makes more sense discriminated against two people who are smart enough to count <laughs> yeah yeah that's not a protected class unless in the future it becomes one which fair the way enough. things are going it may but be a huge minority fair enough. touching on idiocracy here <laughs> hey, <laughs> smart people are <laughs> like electrolytes <laughs> <laughs> i mean ugh. so they've gone back to physical games but you would still have all of the matrix security the the cameras and you might have drones flitting everywhere to monitor you better mm-hmm. you would have to absolutely yeah. because if if not then a really highly qualified or not even highly qualified team of shadowrunners could go in and just clean a casino out mm-hmm. so they've they've let's just uh, for the sake of argument assume that they've completely gone back to old school games you know you can still you can still play craps you can still play roulette you can still play all of those because they don't have any technological components uh so what about Mm. telekinesis i was gonna say i on the roulette wheel i can move that ball i mean if i have telekinesis or or anything i i can i can manipulate that so again when you walk in you're scant so i would assume that there's there's just going to be a lot of magic users that are just going to be watching you it won't be the eye in the sky anymore, although it will still be there. It'll be mages that are just probing your mind to see what you're doing or to see if you're exhibiting any kind of aura or anything that, that looks like you're you know, casting or manipulating or anything. They just have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say that every time you cast, you do leave a, a or have a some kind of something. Signature. Yeah. yeah, like people can see that you're casting magic. So if you're a high-level initiated mage that can mask themselves to look mundane, like you could still pull that off, right? It'd be harder, but yeah. I mean, you'd probably only need like a level one, you know, telekinesis. And that's relatively subtle. So in theory, you could pull that off. But when you're initially sensed upon entry, which is if I was doing it, I would do that. If I was able to see you were a high-level mage... I'd have even more people on you just specifically watching you. Yes, but what Omni is saying is that you masked yourself to hide that so you mm-hmm. they can't tell. But if I saw you winning and I knew you were a high-level mage, I'd still ask you to leave. Well, I mean, the, you wouldn't know they were a mage at all. That's what I'm saying. Then wouldn't the <sighs> casino then just hire and like the even best higher? mage yeah. possible? Right. Yeah. Even yeah. higher then? Yeah. That's, that's so, what I'm saying. Like, it, it, I, it's, think, it's a, I think... Escalation game. Right. It's got to be, they've got to be, casinos would end up mage hives. Yeah. They'd have to. Would they require you to wear, I don't want to say a mage mask and mage cuffs, but something like, oh, here's your bracelet that that gives you access and free drinks. Like, you have to wear this, otherwise we're going to throw you out. Here's your personal background count. (laughs) Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) It's the tears of orphans. That would be an option, right? Yeah, yeah. Here's your personal background count, so it removes everything. It'd be very good if, in a casino, you had a background count. But I don't want it to affect my mages that are working for the casino. Well, if they work there long enough, they'll become attuned. It'll you actually attuned make them better. It, yeah, yeah. So that's actually interesting. Because casinos are places where of a lot of loss and occasional gain, I wonder if they would generate their own background count. 
No, because there's a lot of good emotion. People have fun. It's exciting. There's loss. Yes. But I think there's a big mix of emotions. I don't know if it would generate that much of a. Well, it would generate excitement, which Mm -hmm. is still an emotion. And like the entire thing would, because even while you're losing money, you're still having fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have more fun when you're winning money. But, you know, part Mm -hmm. of the rush is you lose three hands in a row and then you win two. And mm-hmm. you think, oh, I'm almost back to where I started. My luck has changed and I can keep going forward. I don't know if that necessarily by Shadowrun rules would create a background count, but I kind of feel like those kind of emotions that are, you know, that mm-hmm. desperation of wanting, you know, just one more hand. Like, I, I know the next one is going to change my luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, regardless, there are places of a lot of emotion. So I don't know if that can make a background count or not. But if it can, I feel like they would definitely end up with one there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If a casino was big enough, of course. So what about things like clairvoyance or clairaudience, where you're not physically located there, but you're, I, I assume that you can't go, like that. they would have to have wards on the walls? There'd be wards. There'd be some kind of jammer so you couldn't contact anybody outside. You'd have to leave the casino if you wanted to make a call. Like, I, I, I think they would make it so there'd be no communication with anybody outside of the casino. Well, they'd have that to. Casino because it would have yeah. to be like a, yeah. a black box. Yeah. It'd all have yeah. to be. Um, black box isn't the right term. Um, a Faraday cage. Faraday cages. Yeah. So if you had somebody outside doing that and then trying to contact somebody inside to go, OK, this, I don't think it would work. So the Faraday cage brings up an interesting point because, uh, like, some of the the things about Shadowrun canon is when a technomancer loses connection to the Matrix, it physically hurts them. Like they they get nauseated. It's like all of their signal that they're used really? to, like a part of their being, has just. It's like a mage going into space, mm-hmm. except not immediately driving them batshit crazy. Is that true? Mages mages go crazy in space. Yeah, no, there's no, no man up there. So, yeah. As long as you don't try to astrally project or astrally perceive, they can go up there. But as soon as they try to do that, it's like looking into a void, and they go, they they lose their mind. They go insane. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh-huh. a body can't live with the mind without the mind. Yeah, but I think technos. I think being that having knowing that 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 sensation would come over them if they were to enter a casino i think they too would steer clear or would they have a local like a their own little wireless matrix so the biggest thing i'm seeing here is overall that casinos are going to have to be a way bigger deal than they are today because you can't have a little casino because even if they are feasible in the sixth world you know Mm -hmm. you can't have a little casino with like proportional security and stuff because that place is just going to get raided yeah yeah so there's fewer larger casinos Mm -hmm. probably tailored towards the richer because they have the money to make it worth it not to mention you know the the lower income people are working longer hours they don't have the time to go out and do such a leisurely activity i mean i bet there's still some that uh, work with loan sharks and stuff and just dig people's graves for them there might be like backroom games, but not to the extent of a casino. Yeah. yeah. I mean, probably looks a lot more like sports betting, like with a bookie and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that gets away from a lot of the issues that we're bringing up. I mean, if you're just betting on a, a game or a race or, you know, something like that, your influence, whether it be through a technomancer you're right. or a maid. It's very little. Yeah, it's little. So you're you're just betting on the outcome of something that So I bet you, I bet this is right. There's a lot of sports betting that replaced mm-hmm. that. And similar things. But Shadowrunner teams can definitely influence the outcome of any sport you can bet on. Hey, Shadowrunner sure. oh, yeah. did nothing wrong. But that's that's <laughs> a whole ordeal then. With a casino, you could just run the place in the ground and take everything. But with a sports thing, each time you do it, it'll be a huge ordeal. Your payout is going to be a lot lower, especially since we're talking for like the masses, like the common class. Does that make any sense? Yeah, but if I'm going to like do something to fix an urban brawl game or a, a horse a horse race, if I'm going to do something to change the outcome of that that game, and I'm going to bet so I win big. That's a lot of effort for, I mean, it would have to be a huge payday. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of risk. Mm -hmm. So that'd be like high, you know, extremely professional shadow runners Mm -hmm. combined with, you know, uh, very, very rich people. Very professional shadow runners. I guess y'all are safe from having to worry about that. (laughs) Yeah. See, I think that would be kind of a situation that a shadow runner team would be approached. Hey, I don't like that guy. I don't like, you know, I don't like that manager of that team. I want you to sabotage their team. Well, you're going to go do that. But on the way, I'm going to go make a bet on this game. <laughs> Sounds you know? like a yeah. great I'm going to get run. paid and make a money on it, on a bet. That's yeah. what I'm going to do. Because, I, you know, you can bet on anything. I'm, I'm going to bet that this player ends up hurt. And then look at that. That player ended up hurt. Well, that's because my friend, you know, dropped him off of his balcony. <laughs> I can see that kind of stuff, yeah. But eh. so that brings up an interesting question about the side betting. You know, right now you can, as you said, you can bet on pretty much anything. And Mm -hmm. in the six world, everything is kind of taken to the extreme. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering where that line has stopped. Can you can you bet on the next politician to get assassinated? The next great dragon to be offed. I like how you think people don't have Deadpools now. <laughs> I mean, probably so like on a, not like on a huge scale, but on like, Mm-mm. you know, boards and mm-hmm. shadow net apps of fucking loot. Oh yeah. On that stuff. Well, there are hackers that are having that kind of bet. I'm sure. I'm no, sure. but this is more like legit. Like you can already bet in Vegas on like, who's going to win the presidential election in the United States. Uh, this is September 17th for, uh, those that might be listening to it after the election. But you can already bet on who's going to win it, and mm-hmm. you can have, like, really long odds on the Green Party candidate or the Libertarian candidate, and if they happen to win, you make a ton of money. Or you can bet on one of the two major candidates and, you know, barely make your money back. Make a, you know, <laughs> small margin. If there's any right. kind of competition, yeah, I bet they would. They, they'll, they'll have bets on it. Any kind of competition. So what kind of odds do you think I could get for betting that Dunkle's on is not dead? Ooh, not very good. Shot. It's a long <laughs> shot, but you could go for it. I'm going to I'm going to put 5 million on that and see. Okay. 
You'll find some bookie that'll take that bet and any more you want to make. I mean, yeah, right now you can bet on so many different things in just in a sports game. I mean, like, you know, Catherine has got to get a really powerful directional. What are they called? Um, Bomb? No. Oh. Gun. Jammer? Radar jammer? What it was? Jammer? Yeah. Yeah. A really, Mm -hmm. a really powerful directional jammer to just be her spray bottle against JB when he's being bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I will have to go back and look uh, into the lore about how much that actually hurts him. Because it it may have just been fluff in some, some like side piece or in the podcast. And it'd be very, very different be like too much stimulation yeah here be deafened (laughs) so what about uh going back to the casinos what about spirits oh god wait micah says spirits don't exist we're fine they're manifestations of people will shut up (laughs) (laughs) but like take a, a a shaman goes into the the restroom and summons a spirit of man and in some of the novels, the spirit of man actually looks somewhat human. They glow like a Roman candle in the astral, but they look relatively human. And then they come out, and now you have a spirit walking around. Like, would they immediately try to, have to. Dis- disband them or whatever the, um, whatever the Shadowrun term for getting rid of the spirit is? I mean, as long as the spirit isn't cheating and has new yen to bet with. <laughs> I would think spirits, uh, especially those that enjoy being, you know, malicious and and tricksters, I think they would kind of just kind of feed off of the emotions that are there and would just toy with people more than actually, you know, try to cheat the casino. I think they would just kind of mess with people. Yeah, because they'd have no bias. The problem would be bound spirits. But yeah, the bound spirits. That would have the same issue as as soon as somebody goes in, Mm -hmm. they're spotted by the mages and marked for high surveillance or have this mage cuff equivalent put on. What about a free spirit? That's what I mean. Like I, I, yeah. I would see them being attracted to all the emotion what, of it. What would a but... free spirit have to gain in cheating? Is the yeah. thing. It just be. It might fuck with people. Yeah. The the free spirit that's on the board of um, is it Evo? There's a free spirit on one of the uh, Wuxing mm-hmm. some some megacorp. Mm-hmm. They're more or less human in how they act. They may have motives that don't make sense to the rest of us. Huh. But they may really enjoy just playing poker for whatever reason. Maybe it's, you know, from whatever plane they're from, like that is the ultimate rush. That's a cocaine bender while having sex with a porn star. Like it's just their their ultimate I like how that's your this wow. world's highest that's your point thing. is a cocaine <laughs> bender while having sex with a prostitute. Porn star. She's classier than Porn star. Yeah. I'm, actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure that goes respect. like across all cultures, okay. times, and planes. Is That's like the be-all, end-all of having fun. Coke and porn? <laughs> I mean, Charlie Sheen dug it, so. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, and he's winning, so okay. Hashtag winning. <laughs> oh, boy. I think the... Uh, I think for casinos, I think the opportunity for Shadowrunners isn't going against the casino. It's targeting the people in the casino. I think that we still need to dwell on more about how Omni no, thinks I'm, Nirvana I'm is the sex of the porn star and talk about cocaine. I think that's day. interesting. I, <laughs> I think we need to take notes. No, no. I think you should have a debate with 
the Buddha and see how that goes. (laughs) Compare notes. We'll do that when we discuss psychology in the sixth world. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, anyway, free spirits are fun. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. A shapeshifter. They're animals that can turn into something that looks human, but they still have their animal impulses. So you might end up with, you know, a magpie shapeshifter that just wants to collect shiny things, which might be the casino's chips. That's amazing. That's Mm -hmm. an amazing idea. And they have no interest in the fact that those chips are worth money. They just want a bunch of those chips for whatever Whatever reason, whatever. Their pack nest house, this yeah. apartment flat that's just completely full of these casino ships they've stolen. <laughs> also, I'd like to point out that uh, we went to a place that had chips and JB did not eat a single one of them. <laughs> I'm having trouble coming up with a way that someone could adequately cheat using Six World stuff in, say, poker or blackjack. Because you're not playing against the other people. You're playing against the dealer. And the dealer does everything out in the open. You know, they mm-hmm. draw from the shoe and they put their cards down. And unless you can use some magic to see what the next card is, I don't, I don't see how you could really cheat in the sixth world. Well, you could definitely do that. Well, couldn't, couldn't a mage, like, make uh, the card appear to be, like, a, a different number than it actually is and is is probability magic a thing i don't know maybe so you're saying like convince the dealer that the 10 and ace they have is actually a five and a two so by rule you know the dealers are just basically going through the motions they have certain rules that they have to follow if they get a you know a 10 they have to hit right you know they they play they play a certain style of Blackjack, for example, that just whatever they draw, they have certain actions that they are required to take. Mm-hmm. So you'd convince them that when they had, uh, you know, two tens, that that it's actually like a, a two and a four. And so they yeah, hit. So, something like that. I mean, it could work either way, whether it's the dealer's cards or their own cards. If you could alter the appearance of that card. Yeah. That would be a form of you know, that would be cheating. but it wouldn't be counting cards or it wouldn't be using clairvoyance or anything like that to, you know, just know what the, whether you should or shouldn't, you know, bet high or low or hit on what you have for your cards. Okay. Hmm. I mean, like clearly the people watching the game would immediately recognize. (laughs) Well, right. Yeah. That, that doesn't get around any of the things that we've already touched on in that, they're going to be watching to see if magic is being used. But if for whatever reason, you know, you could get, you know, a mage into a casino and then convince the whole security team to go have a coffee while the mage cheats at the table, I guess that would be one way they could cheat. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't say it would work. It's just thinking as how could you cheat? No, I feel like it could work for a hand or two before, you know, the, the mage is just exhausted with drain and... Well, would they be, though, is is doing... I guess I'm not super up on some of the, the different uh, spells or, or anything, but to momentarily alter the image of something, is that like a, a real powerful 
spell or is that something that'd be like, oh, whatever, like the drain is nothing? That's a good question. I guess if you're playing one-on-one with the dealer, because you, you don't have to convince yourself because you know what's going on, but right. normally you're sitting at a table with a dealer and a few other people with uh-huh. cameras watching it and you know pit bosses walking by and all that sort of thing and waitresses walking by and everyone knows how I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with blackjack on this. Everyone knows what the dealers should be doing in blackjack. Yep. You know, if, if they have a 15, they're not going to hit. And if all of a sudden they are hitting, because you'd have to drop it, drop the illusion so that they see that they busted to pay you, right? Yeah. Unless you convince them that they just keep drawing crappy cards and you win outright. That you convince them that you just naturally got a blackjack and they got a 19 and by rule aren't allowed to hit or whatever. It's been a while since I've been to a casino. I'm just trying to look real quick to see what kind of spell that would be and and then determine whether or not it would actually work, I guess. Well, I think you could probably do some kind of illusion spell that would convince at least that person that the... Isn't there one that also does like the digital, so like for cameras and things yes. like that? Yeah, yeah, you could fool a uh, dealer machine and uh, like all the cameras and everything. Right, and and the fact that there's other people at the table wouldn't necessarily be a big problem because if you're a shadow runner going in with the sole intent to do this, the other people that are sitting at the table are on your team. Okay. I mean, that there was, uh, I, I can't remember when it happened, but it would have been probably, what, 15 or 20 years ago now, where it was a math professor at a university took a whole bunch of his students, and taught them movie how to about count it. cards. Yeah, I can't remember what the movie was called. I don't know, but, it's got... Kevin Spacey is the, yep. you know, bef- and, before we realized we had to hate him. Right, right. But, but he took the, you know, a whole class or a, not a whole class, but a select few of his students taught them how to count cards. And then they went and knocked off casinos all over the place. So I would see a team doing something very similar, right? Like they go in unassuming in different times, not together. They, you know, wind up at the same table together. And that's when they start, you know, their con or whatever you want to call it. Of course, as we said, they would immediately fit you with a bracelet as you walk through the front door. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but there again, that would just make it even more attractive for a, a Shadowrun team to do, right? Because that would be like the big score that gets you into retirement or the one that you're known for. Which is what all shadow runners want, anyway, right? Yeah, you want just the street cred and the public awareness, so that you can uh, have a a trade movie made about you. Yep, exactly. So, what about physical security? In the movie you're referencing, when they get caught, one of they get taken to a windowless room down in the bowels of the casino and beaten to a bloody pulp. In the sixth world, I would imagine that these casinos are owned by some mega corporation and they have extra territoriality so when you step onto the casino floor you are in a foreign country and they can basically do whatever they want with you yeah you just disappear so you get caught and you're gone forever if you're lucky they put a bullet in you if you're unlucky they torture the fuck out of you and make an example out of you and if you're really really unlucky you then work for them yeah i would say all that tracks so I'm imagining 
someone with Deuce's essence, you know, being ready to go to work on some poor, poor schmuck that, uh, you know, he was just a, a wage slave, some low level whatever at some big arcology. He's got his, he's got a Friday night off. It's the first one he's ever had. And he goes to the casino, doesn't really even know that he's magically active and gets pinched for counting cards because he's <laughs> lucky and gets beat to an absolute pulp. Mm hmm. Yeah, I I guess I don't see the the problem there. <laughs> that's that's exactly what he would do. I'm I'm seeing some interesting Shadowrun stories. Oh, absolutely, because I mean, Deuce is now just going to moonlight at working for a casino. <laughs> <laughs> that would also bring up like would Shadowrunners do that? You know, somebody with Micah's talents, for example. Why wouldn't she just go work for a casino? Probably make really good money. That problem with Evo probably has tainted my resume. Well, sure. But you can write <laughs> a new one. <laughs> no, I'm not, I mean, maybe not Micah specifically or mm-hmm. any, of, any of our team specifically, but someone with our talents, like, you know, uh, Cass. Why wouldn't Cass just go be a bouncer at a casino, make, yeah. you know, a, a good wage, literally beating people up who are, get caught cheating? <laughs> well, I think that's it. Uh, as Kat said earlier, the larger casinos, there wouldn't be a lot of small ones anymore. There'd be smaller or there'd be large ones in big cities only. They probably would have like high competition. And also if you're, you know, not a lot of mages, but I think you'd probably like, you'd have to be really high level to get mm-hmm. hired. They're not going to take like the ones that just, you know, oh, I've been awakened for three years. I've just learned a few spells. No, they're, they're going to, want the people who have initiated the people who really know their stuff to be there. So I, I think Micah would probably be able to do that after she's initiated again. I, I think they would want higher level, more experienced mages. Well, they, they, they probably low, ha- low they end need, ones. They need all sorts though, right? You like, think? I, wouldn't they want some that just can astrally perceive some turnover ones? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You know, like, Hey, serve drinks and keep your third eye open. Yeah. Well, they're not going to make that much money, but they can make money. Well, it depends on if he or she is hot. Like, wow. You know, they get the tips. <laughs> We're back to the porn star and Coke weekend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, if you go to any <laughs> casino, it all comes back to that. There's a certain type of person that is carrying the drinks around, and they're mm-hmm. not, they're not your typical accountant looking human. They tend to be a better looking human. Like they don't mm-hmm. have just like random spares serving drinks. You saying that there's not going to be any troll drink carriers? Uh, hey, trolls can be hot too. <laughs> Look, I'm not I'm not going to discriminate against any particular <laughs> metahuman race. But you can have a, a plain looking dealer, but most of the people that are walking around serving drinks in a casino were hired for their skills, but mostly because they fit the image that the casino wants to to portray. You know that. It's a place for attractive people where you are going to, you are one of the attractive people as soon as you step in there and you're a high roller and they, they want you to feel like that. So everything they do is to get you into that mindset that you are a high roller and the money you're losing doesn't matter to you. And you're, you know, hobnobbing with the, the rich and the beautiful. So everyone in there is going to be, at least everyone that works there is going to be attractive other than, you know, the, the people you're stealing money from the, the people who work the the actual tables. 
at least that's been my experience in the few casinos I've been in. There's a whole lot of beautiful people that work there. Am I am I wrong? Mm-mm. No. I don't know. I've been to a casino once, and I wasn't exactly checking everyone out because I was like 16. <laughs> I, I would say your experience is correct. That, yes, they hire based on looks for certain. They may not officially do it, but if you're right. less good looking, you may get hired to do a different job or you're working the 8 a.m. shift. And yes, there are definitely people that are there gambling and drinking at 8 in the morning, but they're probably not the top, the high rollers. They're probably the, you know, the, the people that have a gambling problem and they do not care about anything other than the rush of you know, mm-hmm. pressing that button or pulling the, the bandit's arm or whatever their, their thing is. So I imagine there'd be a need for high charisma of the different races. Because you don't uh-huh. want to get sued for being, you know, discriminatory. So they would probably have some attractive trolls. They may not be serving drinks. I mean, this is extra terror. This is like Megacorp stuff. You can't sue them, so they can do whatever they want. Yeah, but they want anyone who walks through the door, they want them to feel like they're part of it, right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. I feel like one that's owned by... Horizon or Evo would probably do more of that where, you know, one of the, the big Japanicorps might be less interested in, in carrying on that charade. <laughs> yeah. And again, we're, we're talking in world here. So there is a whole lot of metahuman racism from from the uh, Rinrakus of the world or whoever they got, Fuchis or whoever they got replaced with. Or if you're not of Asian descent, you're never going to be a top tier employee, no matter how good you are at whatever it is that you do. So what you're talking about right now is kind of brings up another point that I just kind of was thinking about is would a casino then hire mages to plant thoughts or ideas into their patrons minds, such as, you know, make them feel uh, like you said that they're, you know, hobnobbing with the rich and famous and, you know, that they don't care about the amount of Nuyen that they're losing. Because if a casino is like a megacorp and extraterritorial, then nobody can tell them they can't do it. So you walk up to a table next to Joe Schmo and Jill Schmo, and in your mind, you just walked up next to, like, the tridio stars of the day. You know, the people that were in Samurai 11. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'd be such intentional deception. I think it'd probably be more just giving people good feelings while they're there. Yeah, that's that's where I was going with it is you you implant that thought of like, oh, it's okay that I just lost, you know, 25,000 new yen or whatever. I'll make it back. To, to get them to keep spending and keep playing. I'm having even a good though, time. Yeah, Exactly. I think they probably would, but it'd have to be very subtle because if people knew they were doing that, then. But if they're putting a bracelet on you, if to like uh, as a Faraday cage or, you know, mage cuffs to stop you from using magic, how would you know that they're doing it? Because magic is big and flashy. (laughs) I wonder if it'd be like right now, a lot of people think they pump oxygen into casinos to make you feel like a little euphoric. Even though the logistics of actually making a room higher in oxygen is kind of difficult and kind of dumb. 
<laughs> Especially when you can smoke in a casino, and I don't know if you know this, but oxygen's a little bit flammable. <laughs> just a little. Just a, but they just do a lower little. the temperature in a casino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they get rid like, there's a lot of things they can do. Like, they get rid of clocks and all that, but... Yep. But I'm just saying that in the sixth world, they're going to take it one step further, right? So now, instead of just lowering the temperature and getting rid of clocks and having it very bright and flashy, right, to stimulate your mind so that way you're not getting tired, they're going to do things like influence your emotions to keep you playing longer. Pheromones are a thing that you can have implanted into someone and you can tailor those to do, you know, most you of go. most faces get them to improve their, improve their charisma and give them more. I wonder what that's like. Yep. You could absolutely see we just hired you as a blackjack dealer and as part of that you have to sign this contract where you're going to be a dealer for you know six years so we can recoup our investment but you're also going to get tailored pheromones that are tailored for keeping people happy at the table like no matter how much money they're losing mm-hmm. yeah that stuff's gonna happen i feel like that sort of indentured servitude is definitely a thing in the sixth world and i could see i mean it's a it's a thing in today's world, so. <laughs> I think we're all in agreement that the casinos are probably, they've probably consolidated a lot. So there's, you know, there's MGM and a few other ones out there. And then they all got bought by a mega corporation or two. So they're all kind of owned by the same people. That this stuff's only going to get more consolidated, bigger, and they'll have more money to throw at it to get you out of your hard-earned money. So I could definitely see them doing invasive surgery on. <laughs> absolutely I mean, I mean megacorps are already willing to go as far as like making hat or you know the uh, UCAS military doing you know gross experiments on their soldiers to make them super soldiers so like why wouldn't a casino owned by a megacorp do exactly just that except that it might be easier if we're already talking about Faraday cages it's already going to be pretty locked down. So at that point, not, you know, increasing the oxygen level, but lacing the air with a little something that isn't so determined to diffuse seems a little bit more feasible. Yeah. We've been operating under the assumption that they're owned by megacorps. What if they're mob owned? Does that change any of this? No. Because the mob is definitely more interested in mob by definition mob enterprises one of which is laundering money and part of laundering money is sometimes you don't care necessarily that you're losing money you're just trying to clean the money and i don't know if in the sixth world money laundering is still a thing because it seems like for the most part new yen is basically cryptocurrency so it's kind of already pre-laundered but if you're bringing in a billion new yen from some criminal enterprise and you want to launder it through the thing, you have these people give you money, you give them chips, then they give you the chips back. However, whether they win or lose, you hand them your ill-gotten money. Like, they may not be as interested in necessarily winning because they're it's just trying to... It's probably a thing on some level. I, I don't know, marking cryptocurrency sounds really hard, so, like, just way more work. So I, I, I bet some of it is... And I bet that's still useful on some level. For, for And for the mob, it's probably more of the, the backroom table game, you know, at a, a pub or something like that. Mm-hmm. If their intent is 
to launder money. Because <laughs> like you said, they're less worried about bringing in more on the take. They're more concerned with if there is physical currency, not cryptocurrency, they're concerned with just laundering it and cleaning, not gaining more. That's just a wonderful byproduct if it happens. Well, if you have thousands of people coming through every day, Joe gives you a thousand new yen, he wins fifteen hundred, you give him fifteen hundred dirty money, and then Jill comes in and she gives you a thousand new yen and loses a couple hundred and you end up giving her seven hundred in dirty money. You've now got twenty two hundred in clean mm-hmm. new yen. Yeah. That you can then, you know, do whatever with legally without having to worry about Zurich orbital door shotting you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an orbital weapon, just so I'm clear? Oh, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Well, a Thor shot is a very dumb weapon. They basically just fire like a giant hunk of metal from orbit. And oh, gotcha. just let it's kinetic one energy just... Yeah, I've seen... I can't remember where I've seen that idea before, but yeah. It was probably Shadowrun, because it's a thing in Shadowrun. <laughs> oh. It was a long time ago. The beauty of a Thor shot is it has the impact of an atomic weapon but without all that pesky fallout because it's just a big chunk of metal moving really really, so hard really fast to intercept <laughs> i'm just gonna wait for a giant osmium rod to come crashing down on my house now <laughs> just don't piss off anyone that has a thor shot capability okay what if i already have what do i do then you gotta be like rich and famous or super dangerous or piss off like a whole lot of the corporate court before they will Thor shot you because it is okay. probably very expensive and it does uh, a whole lot of damage to a very wide area. What if I already have? Uh, just what do I do then? Stay away from me. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. If I'm in an airplane, how accurate is it? Might they miss the airplane? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think Thor shots are meant for airplanes. They would just send, you know, a fighter jet to take you out or a spirit to materialize in the cockpit and kill the pilots. Touche. Casinos in the sixth world are probably at least in terms of playing the game, something that could be fun, but maybe also difficult to try to integrate and have it make sense as to why you're techno or mage or whatever would would be there and not be immediately either tossed out or taken to the basement and worked over okay but why wouldn't they do the take the same tact on say your character who is who's got a bunch of forbidden or restricted or just flat out dangerous cyberware i mean i'm not saying they wouldn't (laughs) i'm just that's what i'm (laughs) saying it would be I think we've we pointed out that the techno and the mage are probably the two most dangerous in a casino, and so the casino is more prepped for those types. Where you know your street Sam or something like that is probably a little less like the casino is not as worried about them. Even today, they have ways of dealing with you know a guy with a gun. Right. They they already have muscle. Yeah. So that's an interesting question. Would a casino have their own HTR? Oh, absolutely. Multiple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, would, would they be like Red Samurai level or would they just be this casino is owned by this mega corporation and they have a unit of that mega corporations? They'd have whatever banks in the Sixth World have on them, I'd imagine. That equivalent. I don't know what that is, but. <laughs> 
Interesting. Here's a cookie thought. I just want the casino run by an AI. Watches it controls everything. Now, would the AI have some ulterior motive for running the casino? It's an AI, probably. <laughs> like, w- would they just be interested in, in gaining perspective on metahumanity's needs and desires? and Or, or would they be interested in making money? Who knows? Yes. Because <laughs> you can get a lot of lot more people through the front door if all you're interested is in is seeing their behavior and you're willing to have, you know, every casino says they have the loosest slots the side of the Mississippi or whatever their tagline is. And, of course, none of them really do. But if it was actually, yeah, we only win 40% of the time. We're literally losing every day. And more people would then come in because of that and you'd have more of those wage slaves taking their their lunch break to go try to try to win big and this ai is just drumming its fingers excellent <laughs> or it's i guess it's digital fingers i don't know how ai actually like work i like how your ai immediately by that voice and description became a bond villain yes <laughs> I, I was i was actually going for uh, mr burns from the simpsons but yes um <laughs> we'll go with same difference excellent smithers Am I missing any major parts of Shadowrun lore that could impact a casino? Like, I don't feel like Probably. Riggers... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Thanks. What? <laughs> Honest. I meant like, you know, hey, bring them up so we can talk about them. <laughs> well, not th- I don't know them either. I've just seen the list of books and it's, <laughs> it's long. I've read like three of them. So I feel like Riggers would be... They might have a rigger or two on staff for flying around drones, or maybe they have some like cannons that can pop out of the ceiling and they're controlled by a rigger, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't feel like that's interesting at all. I feel like there'd be lots of face types wandering around a casino, but again, like, duh, good looking people work at casinos. That's a thing. I, I figure their physical security is super strong, their matrix security is top notch. And they've got plenty of mages with some spirits on standby. I don't, I don't know what else in Shadowrun would really... Are they all controlled by bugs? <laughs> <laughs> the bug casinos. I mean, I, they, that they sounds like a place bug spirits would be interested in infesting, so sure. <laughs> so, has there ever been any mention of casinos in any of the... Shadowrun lore or novels or anything like that. I have not read all of the novels. I have not even read all the 5th edition books, which is what we play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because there's like 30 of them. Yeah. I just didn't know if anybody knew off the top of their head whether or not there was any Mm-mm. lore or background to casinos. No, and that's kind of why... The whole reason we started doing this was because, like, there weren't any podcasts that were necessarily talking about the rules and the lore and the blah, 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 other than Opti's still doing it at a much slower rate now that he's got all this other stuff going on. And Arcology every now and then puts out a new one about any new book, but there's no new books, so. It's definitely a good thing that we're doing it because we're definitely the most qualified (laughs) to do this. But we are picking things that... We're picking things that nobody's talked about before, so we ha- we can't be wrong. Yeah, like, <laughs> look, no one's talked about farming in the sixth world. No one's talked about casinos in the sixth I don't world. Think so how that works. Just I think I think if you're wrong, you're still wrong. 
Well, but how could like they'd have to prove that we're wrong, right? Yeah, our our yeah. listener is going well, to have to send us a know that yet, sternly but... written email. <laughs> Character Deuce is voiced by Jake Ream. I am Tempest Error, and I play Catherine. Micah is voiced by Jupiter Sanders. The Tops Company Incorporated has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Incorporated has granted permission to Burning Edge to use such names, logos, artworks, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website and podcast, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with Burning Edge in any official capacity whatsoever. Yeah, but this sounds like prep. It sounds like there was prep work done for this, and we, we don't do that. We don't do that. We, as a group, don't. <laughs> I do a shit ton of work. We'll just have to agree to disagree on that one. Uh, I'm not into the tentacle thing. <laughs> <laughs> not touching it. <laughs> Maybe you should be. You are correct. Maybe I should be. I don't want to say that Jupiter... No, 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 go ahead. Say more insulting things. Go ahead. Say, well, Jupiter... There was nothing insulting. didn't know how to do it, so she went somewhere there else. Was... But I, Omni, is so smarter and better. There, there was nothing insulting about the fact that your house is infested with tentacles. Your, your home has children. That's not my thing, but I wouldn't go and... Ugh. It's not mine either. I will. Children are good. <laughs> I will have open disdain for your children. I'm going to have disdain for your child, even though it's not my thing. Oh, Ew, uh, gross. It's not mine either. I... <laughs> no, Ew, they're that. little ones. There's oh, so they, many of them. They're they all over. Fluid out of weird places. They're Ugh. just gross. Ew. So disgusting. Just 